On Mother's Day 2021, I lost my dear friend and my sister in Christ, Dr. Crystal Hardy. She passed away extremely unexpectedly, and she was only 40 years young. And trust me when I say Chris was full of life, just a sweet, sweet person who lived her life extraordinarily good. She impacted everyone that she met, whether it was for a minute or for a lifetime. I truly miss her. And as I mourn her passing, it makes me think about my own mortality as well as the mortality of others. And I beg to ask the question, is good enough for God? I mean, do good people go to heaven? Are there multiple ways to get to heaven? Well, these questions and more are addressed in today's episode, so stay tuned. Apples! Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Hello, Apples. Welcome or welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. So we are on episode number nine, and that means we are one episode away from completing the first season of The Good Apple Podcast. Already, you guys, God has done so much through these episodes. Our community is growing rapidly and very genuinely, okay? Um, I also really appreciate how you guys continue to show up week after week with texts and comments and posts, sharing the podcast, as well as reaching out to me so that we can continue the conversation on other social media platforms. It means so very much to me, Apples. You have no idea how humbled I am and also how encouraged I am to continue this podcast series. Now, if this is your first time listening in, warm welcome to you. We are a community of kingdom kids and we are here to upset the enemy and claim what is God's. So I am so happy you are here. It is not by mistake okay this is a divine appointment and i'm glad you didn't miss it okay so if you are new to the good apple community the first thing you're going to want to do is check the show notes below because that has all of the contact information where you can get connected with the rest of the good apple community members we are a loving happy bunch here we are god loving we are jesus freaks seven days of the week so if that's you then you'll fit right in and it doesn't matter you know if this is still a new walk for you trust me there is something here for everyone okay and i just really want for you to get connected get plugged in because this thing called life it is so much easier 
and just better when you can do it with a good community surrounding you and holding you accountable as well as inspiring you and motivating you because you know what we all have those times we all have those moments when we feel frustrated when we feel uh, concerned or discouraged you know we all have those seasons where we need help and that is why here in the good apple community i really like to foster a genuine relationship you'll come to find here if this is your first time listening in you'll find that it's a very real conversation okay not a bunch of pretense i share a lot of my own experiences and it's all bible based okay um, i also have some really great guest conversations coming up as well so stay tuned because it's not just going to be me talking you know unilaterally okay no we are going to start some good conversations here um just this past weekend i did a recording with grace mccoy you guys that conversation i mean just spiritually blew my mind i knew that holy spirit was going to show up and show out but wow the the amount of revelation from our conversation and the amount of just help that i received just from talking with her and from what she told me how much the conversation blessed her as well man i i I cannot wait to get that up and ready for you guys it will be going live here in probably the next two or three weeks because i do want to make sure that it is properly edited and that it is just you know to the best of my ability to give you the highest quality so that you can receive the information now in previous podcasts i did let you know that we planned to talk about biblical submission you guys we talked about it from a christian perspective as christians have to submit to god but we also talked about it from a marriage perspective i know it's going to bless you whether you are married whether you are not married whether you are male or female trust me you are going to be blessed by this conversation so stay tuned for that one way you can do that too by the way i've mentioned this on a few other episodes One way that you can truly get locked into the Good Apple community is by reaching out to me to get on the email list serve. Okay, so a few people have told me that they would like to be notified immediately when a new episode goes live. So I have a very simple email that I send out to say, hey, Apple's you know, the episode is up. Go check it out. God bless. Have a great week. Okay, so I'm not spamming your inbox, nothing like that. But for some people, if you want to get direct notification, then reach out to me. I'll put you on the email list serve, okay? All right. So I welcomed all of our new listeners, and now I want to give a warm welcome back to all of our faithful listeners. Good Apple community. Can I just say that you guys sure know how to make a girl feel good? I mean, wow. The amount of consistent support is gosh it is it's i mean i guess i didn't know what to expect you know with this podcast but so far you guys have really been so encouraging and you continue to show up week after week and it means so very much to me because i know that god has things that he wants to do in this community so i'm just glad to be a vessel through which he flows You know, it's not about me, you guys. It is all about God. 
And so I'm so appreciative that the podcast episodes have been so well received. I also do like the fact that many of you have been reaching out to me with podcast topic you know, episode ideas, which is great because this is what I want. I don't want for it to be, again, just me talking to you. I truly want for it to be an interactive space. So every time you guys send me, you know, whether it's through text message or Instagram or Facebook, you know, when you guys reach out to me and say, hey, this is a question I have, or, you know, this could be a good topic to deep dive into on an upcoming episode. I take that information, I pray about it, jot down some, you know, notes, you know, do my research, all of that, and then it becomes an actual episode here on the podcast, okay? So trust me, every time, you know, you guys reach out to me and we have a chat, it is not just falling on deaf ears, you know, it's not like I have everything already pre-planned, it's not like that at all. I like to move in accordance with Holy Spirit because you know, I might have something planned and recorded, but if Holy Spirit is like, no, there is a good apple that is dealing with this situation, this crisis right here, right now, this is what I want you to talk about, then look, I will scrap it, okay? And all of the, you know, good apples, you guys have already heard that in previous episodes where I literally have already been working on a topic and Holy Spirit comes in and is like, nope, plot twist okay so that's what we do here on the good apple podcast and again thank you so very much to all of you who continue to show up who continue to share the podcast okay Um, and even those who challenge me with other questions you know i've had people reach out and say hey you know i heard that episode but i still want more clarity let's talk about it and we do that you know even sometimes in the moment you know what I mean? So look, I am trying to make myself available to you to do the will of God. All right. So thank you very much for taking advantage of that. Um, I will continue to do it as long as Holy Spirit you know, enables me and instructs me to do it. So um, thank you very, very much. And you know that every episode, I do like to give a special shout out to one of our good Apple community members and this week is no different. I'm actually really excited to give this shout out because this woman has been, gosh, I mean, she's definitely a sister from another mister, but she has been someone who has been faithful in supporting all of my endeavors for, gosh, nearly a decade now. And I'm just so grateful because we actually became friends because we used to be co-workers. And then when she had her first daughter, she named me Godmother. And that honor alone is just incomparable. And I'm so grateful that someone saw the value enough in my life to say, hey, I want for you to be my child's Godmother. I take that seriously. So this week's shout out goes to the Good Apple community member that I love and I value and cherish and it is Jeanette. Thank you so very much, Jeanette in Michigan. May God continue to bless you and your lovely family. Really appreciate you just supporting the Good Apple Podcast community, as well as all of my other endeavors. God bless. I pray that you have an amazing week in Jesus. So for today's episode, I wanted to focus on a question that was posed to me 
by the Good Apple community. And it was from one of our faithful listeners. And I really appreciate it because she and I tend to have really good in-depth conversations. So I'm glad that we're able to bring one of our conversations onto this platform. Um, And it has to do with a question that I think a lot of Christians, as well as non-believers, you know, probably ask themselves or at least have conversations about on a pretty frequent basis. Um, I believe that this podcast episode is going to upset some people. I believe that it is probably going to um, disturb a lot of the societal norms that we have. I know that it is anti-pop culture, but I also know that it is the word of God. It's going to be Bible-based, not my opinion, but biblical fact. So what I would ask is that if you are still struggling with accepting the word of God as implicit truth, um, I would ask that you just, you know, take a moment and just pray about that. Because one thing as Christians, you know, as far as our Christianity 101, we really have to have an objective deciding factor. You know, I like to call it the litmus test. I believe that we should all be able to look to the word of God as the truth because that's going to help us to not get into these conversations that are based on our own subjective experience or our own subjective ideas and expectations. So I think that uh, it's really good for us to kind of set up that groundwork and just remember that the word of God is truth. And it doesn't always jive with pop culture. It doesn't always jive with how we want the world to be. But that doesn't make it any less true. And please don't think that I'm sitting up here on a high horse, you know, saying, oh yes, you know, um, everything I read in the Bible, I'm easily able to apply to my life and I never stumble, I never have hiccups because that's not true. You and I both know that we are all sinners and you know we are saved by the grace of God and it's a continuous grace. It's a continuous saving. You know what I mean? So I don't want for that to be what you hear. You know when I say, "Hey, take a pause and just make sure that you believe the word of God is in fact truth." Instead, I want for you to hear what I'm saying from my heart. You know, just one child of God to another, let's make sure that we are using the word of God uh, to settle arguments, you know, to answer questions that have, you know, somewhat of a gray answer. Let's use the word of God to be the deciding factor when we aren't sure of the answer or when we disagree about an answer to a question. Okay, so to celebrate the end of season one, I'm thinking about doing something different, something special. I don't know. I have a few ideas roaming around in my head, but I want to hear from you guys. What is a way that we can celebrate the culmination of season one? Let me know. Drop me a comment on social media. Reach out to me via text or on DM, Instagram, Email me directly at the Good Apple Podcast. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. 
what should we do as a Good Apple community to celebrate season one? This episode of the Good Apple podcast is being sponsored by SharondaSimone.com, the website where I share all of my raves and faves for beauty, motherhood, lifestyle, and my home. All the items there can keep you bougie on a budget. So make sure you head over and check it out, www.SharondaSimone.com. If you are able to, go ahead and bow your head. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for continuing to just be the amazing, awesome daddy that you are, Lord. We thank you so much for waking us up today. Lord, we thank you so much for allowing us another opportunity to gather together as a community of God-fearing people that just love you. Lord, we thank you so very much for blessing us with our right minds, God. Thank you so much for hearing our prayers, Lord, and for just being a God who never lies. Thank you so much for being a God who is alive and well. Lord, we thank you so very much for all that you're doing in the lives of our family members, Lord, those who we have prayed about, those who we have brought to you. God, we just ask that you continue to give us insight on how to reach those people in our lives, Lord. We ask so much that you would continue to give us boldness to speak out for you, God, in this world. We ask so much that you would just give us peace about the things that we cannot change in this life, but you would also show us the way to change the things we can. Lord, we love you and we're just so thankful that we can call you daddy. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now, I think this episode is probably going to be one of the shorter episodes here on the Good Apple Podcast. You guys already know that I love to talk, but this topic is pretty much cut and dry. It's pretty black and white. Um, and I, I don't know, I just think that we can really just cut to the chase. But of course, we're going to do it from the Bible. Okay, so if you can go ahead and grab your Bible. The first question we are going to answer is is good enough for God? As in, you know, is it enough to be a good person? A person who cares for others, who, you know, helps out the needy, who feeds the, the hungry, you know, who helps out those who are widowed, impoverished, orphaned. Is that good enough for God? Will that allow right standing on judgment day? Let's go to the Bible and see what the word of God says. Okay, before we jump into the first Bible verse, I do want to say that for those of you who have tuned in to previous episodes, you probably noticed that my tone is a bit more mellow today, and that is because I'm recording this episode while my kids are taking their nap. So I know that if I don't, you know, pull it back my, you know, from my usual high energy, if I don't do that, then they're going to wake up prematurely. So just know I am totally fine. Yes, I am mourning my friend's passing, but I'm also excited because I know where she is. So it's still me. I'm still happy to be here, but I just have to, you know, pull in the reins a bit so that I can get this message done. Okay. All right. With that said, go ahead and turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7 and we'll start at verse 21. Matthew 7, 21. Not everyone who says to me, 
Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Apples, let me tell you something. When I first read this Bible verse, I was like, okay, wait. I, I, I missed something because on verse 22, it reads, On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? That being the name of Jesus. Uh, did we not cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And so when I read his reply, Jesus says, And then will I declare to them, I never knew you depart from me you workers of lawlessness. I was scratching my head, okay? Um, my soul was a bit upset for a moment. I was like, wait, so then what? what is the problem here? What is missing? Because if they're doing good work, they're doing God's work in the name of Jesus, why would they be turned away on judgment day? Why would they not be allowed to enter the kingdom of heaven? Apples. Very, very important here to realize. The name of Jesus has power. So if you appropriate the power through Jesus, because that is the name above every other name. It's the name above cancer. It's the name above divorce. It's the name of, above poverty. It's the name above depression. If you appropriate the power of through the name of Jesus, then guess what? You're going to see things happen. You're going to see prophecies come to fruition. You're going to be able to cast out demons. So then what was the problem? These are good works. But why would one be turned away from heaven? I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. That is the key right there just because you are doing good in the name of God you're doing things for God if there is no true connection with God then it's all moot not for the person who's receiving the blessings the goodness but for you the doer see you know here on earth we have the confines of the dimension that we live in. You know, um, we don't always see the spirit realm. We can't see someone's heart, but we can see their actions. So it's very easy for us to say, hey, look, I'm a good person because I did this. I did that. Checkbox, checkbox, checkbox. But God looks at the heart. And if our hearts aren't inclined and truly surrendered and submitted to God, he can tell the difference. He knows when you're, you know, um, crying wolf. He knows. He can tell if we are not being genuine. That's different from being perfect, though. And I've probably said this on every other episode. God is not looking for perfect people. He's looking for people who are submitted. He's looking for people who are earnestly trying to live right. And it's a, it's a heart thing. It's not an action thing only. Because if our hearts are in the right place then it is inevitable 
we will have to do God's work. So a lot of times, you know, there are people who will like outright say, I'm atheist. I do not believe in any God or I do not believe in capital G-O-D in the Holy Bible. They have another, you know, deity that they worship, that they, you know, submit to. But you'll see them doing good work, work that would make the Lord pleased. That's good because there are people who are benefiting from their good work. However, on Judgment Day, again, this is not Sharonda talking. Please know that this is not my design. This is not even Christian's design. This is the way God designed it. Again, if we are going to believe the word of God, then we have to believe it in totality. You know, we can't cherry pick. All right. And you guys already know I'm talking to myself when I say these things, but we can't cherry pick, you know, um, especially when it comes to something like eternity. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about eternity here where we're going to be forever and ever. Like, I don't know. My brain can't fully wrap around the concept of eternity because, you know, here on earth, everything comes to an end. You know, a hundred years is still just, it's finite. It, it ends at a hundred So the concept of eternity, that's something that we definitely don't want to play with. You know what I'm saying? So when I read something like this, Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Oh yeah. I was locked in. I was like, wait, so, you know, we're prophesying in the name of Jesus. We're casting out demons in the name of Jesus. We're doing mighty works in the name of Jesus. But yet, uh, depart from me. I never knew you, you workers of lawlessness. Let me tell you, it is a heart thing. The Lord wants to know what your heart is doing because that's the part that he cares about. That's the part that he sees. That's the part that is going to be judged. So is good enough for God? According to the Bible, and this is just one Bible verse. Again, you know, I can, um, there are other Bible verses that I could go to, but This one right here, I think, is a very good illustration. According to the word of God, good isn't enough for God. I mean, and you can see it here. It's not even like they were just doing good things. You know, they were feeding those who were hungry. They were giving clothes to those who were poor. You know, they weren't just fighting social injustice. I mean, they were actually, you know, healing people. And they were doing mighty works. And even still that wasn't good enough. And they were doing all of this in the name of Jesus. They were even appropriating the authority that we have in the name of Jesus. Apples, we have to get this. I mean, because again, you know, as I think about my own mortality and I think about the mortality of my loved ones and my coworkers, I mean, you know, this is something that I think we kind of all have to pause and do a heart check, you know, constantly like okay lord you know help me know if my heart is in the right place am i doing good work or am i doing god's work that's a difference we can be very busy doing good work and it will make us feel good and it will bless those around us but there's a difference we have to do god's work now quite often those can be the same the difference is the heart The difference is the submission to God and to his will. 
The difference is we're doing it to the glory of God and not just for ourselves, not just for the attaboy, not just for the kudos, for the feather and the cap, all good things. And God is not opposed to, you know, giving credit where credit is due. Okay. He is a fair and just daddy. And, you know, the Bible even says that, you know, when you do good works, you will be known for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about, you know, you just having to just move quietly and you never get your, you know, your reward. I mean, heaven alone is such an awesome reward. You know what I mean? But God is not opposed to you being given the pat on the back when you do a good job. But we have to check our hearts. And this is something that I, you know, talk to myself about constantly. Like, Lord, show me. Show me if there is a part of me that is not doing all of this good just because it's good to do. But make sure that I, Sharonda, am doing it to the glory of God. You know, just I think it was last week, you know, I was talking with God and I was like, you know, so many things going on. And um, again, just reflecting on life. And I said, Lord, you know, if there were to ever come a time where you told me to stop everything, to pull back from, you know, social platforms, as far as just my brand, Sharonda Simone, as far as the podcast, you know, my YouTube channel, all of that. Lord, if you said to stop, I would do it. And I, you know, that's a conversation that I like to have with Holy Spirit. And I encourage you to do the same. Again, it's not perfect, you know, I'm not talking as a perfect person. I'm talking as someone who is continuously submitting to God. Like, look, if you don't want this for me, then I don't want it for me. Because on judgment day, all of our good works don't mean anything. That's what Jesus said. Our good works don't mean anything as far as eternity. Yes, you're blessing others. Yes, that's good. But is it God? Because if it's not done for God with our heart being submitted and truly, you know, genuinely, earnestly trying to live a life for God, which will ultimately, inevitably bring about good works, then all of that is moot. It is literally non-existent. God wants a real relationship with us. He wants us to come to him just as we are. You don't have to get pretty, pretty, you know, you don't have to be perfect. That's not even attainable. So don't even try. What we should do is try to be like Christ. So that is submitting to the will of God. You know, Jesus talks about that. Those who do the will of God. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. So if we're trying to be like Jesus, Christ-like, Christ followers, doing the will of God, that's what allows us to be in right standing. And the will of God is always good. It might not, not always be popular. It might not always get you to the, you know, the front of the class. It might not always get you the most followers and subscribers. But guess what? It is always good. And we should rest in that. So to answer the question, is good enough for God? According to the Bible, no, it's not. Here in my house, we are huge Marvel fans. 
Now, if that's not something you're into, you know, check it out. You know, maybe you'll enjoy it as well. But Hubby and I often have a conversation about Thanos, okay? Now, again, I don't want to give away too much, but when you look at the Thanos character and like Endgame, I believe it's in Endgame where he, you know, explains why he did what he did. Okay, so what did Thanos do? Thanos basically annihilated and just killed half of the world population, all right? Now, when you look at what Thanos did, it seemed pretty awful. Like, you just literally killed half of the world's population. However, when Thanos explained why he did it, he truly believed that he was doing something absolutely good for the entire population. He really genuinely believed that this was the only action that needed to be taken to make the world a better place. Apples. Good can't be subjective. That's why we have to go to the Bible. That's why we have to have a law, a some kind of, you know, regulation, some kind of parameter, which is the word of God, the instruction of God, the will of God, because if not, you know, Thanos over here killing half the population, thinking that he's doing everybody a favor. Meanwhile, he literally killed half the population, okay? So it's really important for us to realize that, you know, good for one person could literally be evil or bad for another person. That's why we have to look to God. There has to be a guideline. There has to be some kind of instruction, which is another reason why good can't just be you know whatever you say it to be it truly can't just be something that is fluid based on the social climate based on what feels right i think it's really important for us as christ followers to constantly speak with holy spirit and just make sure that you know we are doing a spirit check you know say lord is this your will because it seems right you know a lot of people are doing it i mean you know it seems to make a lot of people happy it seems to satisfy a lot of, you know, the problems that we have. Lord, so is this right? We need to go to God and ask those questions because if we ask pop culture, if we ask politicians, if we ask, you know, just friends and family even, we could be led astray. Proverbs 14 verse 12 reads, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Now, Apple's, you know, book of Proverbs is just amazing, you guys. So much good information in Proverbs. But this one, this Bible verse, Proverbs 14, verse 12, it says it all. Okay, it says it all. There's a way that seems right to a man, you know, to a woman. It, it seems right. It looks right. It smells right. It tastes right. I mean, you know, it makes people feel good. It makes people happy. You know, do what makes you happy. Yeah, sure. But guess what? In the end, it leads to death because there is only one way and it's God's way. It's not our own way. That's a part of the submission piece. You know, we have to be submitted to God. Submission, and this is a whole conversation that, you know, Grace and I had on the upcoming podcast. So I don't want to delve too much into it, but submission is literally saying, I'm going to give up my own ways, my own authority, my own desires, plans, goals. 
and I'm going to put it under the authority and will of someone else. That's pretty much what it is. And so as Christ followers, we should be under the submission to the will of God. And it's a daily thing. It's a continuous thing. But if we don't do that, the Bible tells us that, you know, our own thoughts, what we think is right, in the end, it's the way of death. So going back to the Marvel-Thanos analogy, I mean, if even for that reason alone, we as humans should not want to be deciding what is right and wrong. Like, we really should not want to be the ones to have to decide that because in the end, it leads to death. And again, look at Thanos. He thought he was doing something good, but literally... He did a really, really bad thing, you guys. So I'm not trying to make light of it, but, you know, Hubby and I, when we have that conversation, we just look around like, man, like that is really what happens in our world right now. You know, there are people who are, you know, doing like big things and they are so convicted and they are so impactful and they're giving it their all. And it seems good, but when you fact check with the word of God, it's actually not good. And sometimes as Christians, we find ourselves there, you know? So the way to avoid that, the way to mitigate that is to submit to the will of God consistently, you know, pull to God, get close to God, talk with Holy Spirit, you know, run things by, you know, the CFO, okay? Run things by the CEO, run things by the COO, AKA run it by capital G-O-D. Let's look at 1 Samuel 16, verse 7. 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, it reads, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things other people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. This verse specifically is explaining the way God deals with us as humans. You know, some people might look at you and say, oh, you know, you're rinky dinky. You know, you don't have a big presence. You know, your resume isn't that, you know, full. You don't bring a lot to the table based on how you look or based on what they think you are doing. But guess what? God says, I don't look at any of that. I don't look at the outward appearance. I don't look at your resume. I don't look at even your actions. I don't look at how you look physically. I look at the heart. I look at what's going on on the inside. That's how God chooses, you know, who and what vessel he can work with. It's not, again, not because we're perfect, but he looks at the heart. If the heart is willing, then God can work with us. You know what I mean? So I think that is really important for us to know. God looks at our hearts. Okay, Apples, I just spent the past couple minutes trying to find a song on the internet that I am just sure that I have known all of my childhood till now. But you guys, I can't find it. Now, I am not a singer, okay? I make a joyful noise unto the Lord, but I'm going to sing it right here. Let me know if you have ever heard of this song. I might be mixing up some of the words, but I don't know. This song is in my heart. I'm going to share it with you, okay? Jesus is the way in the glory of life. Jesus is the way the truth and the light. No one comes unto the Father this or any way. 
unless they come unto the sun, for Jesus is the way. Have you guys ever heard that song? Like I said, I know that I probably mixed up some of the words, but that song keeps on like replaying in my head as I'm recording this podcast. So I figured I would ask you guys if you know that song. However, it is based, if it is a real song, okay, it is based off of a Bible verse, okay? And that verse is John 14, verse 6. I'm going to read from the King James Version. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Apples, the last question that I want to address specifically is the question of multiple ways to get to heaven, to get to God. This Bible verse words in red, Jesus talking, he says it all. There's no other way. There is no other truth. There is no other way to have life. And you cannot get to God the Father except by going through Jesus, except by taking on the grace, the mercy, the salvation, the forgiveness, that Jesus gave to us free of charge on the cross. There's no other way. And, you know, sometimes I have conversations with people and I'll hear them just casually say, you know, there are so many different ways to get to God. And that makes my heart so sad. And, you know, if Holy Spirit prompts me, I'll say something, I'll, I'll correct them, you know, out of love. Like, hey, wait, no, the the Bible is pretty clear on this, you know, and usually it will be with Christians, people who are like-minded with Christ. But still, I think society has really pushed this whole, you know, anti-Christ thought process that there are multiple ways to have right standing. There is, you know, there are multiple gods, multiple, you know, um, deities that you can serve and you can still get to heaven, you can still get to paradise. But apples, that's not true. That is false doctrine, and it's one of the many ways that Satan is, you know, robbing Christians, robbing non-believers of their inheritance in Christ. One of the many ways that Satan is, you know, keeping people out of heaven, and thus they're going to hell. You know, and this is not me saying people are going to hell. No, it's just, it's the word of God. I really, really hope and pray, Lord, I hope and pray that as, you know, good apples are listening in and as they're sharing this episode, whoever hears this, Lord, will be able to receive it. You know, Holy Spirit, I know that you are drawing your people to you, God. And so I believe, Lord, through the power of Jesus, that the words that I'm saying words from the Bible, God, that it will not offend anyone, but it will help and set people free in the name of Jesus. Apples, I take this very, very seriously because I've seen many of my own loved ones begin to adopt this thought process. Um, You know, it's not all at once, you know, it's not, you know, very loud and blaring, but it's just a subtlety you know, a, a, a belief system that, hey, you know what? We're all good. We do good things, you know. We help, you know, elderly people with their groceries, you know. Uh, you know, we're just like, we're good people, you know. And 
Oh, and, and we love God, you know. God is good to us and, you know, that thought process like, hey, you know, we don't want to offend other people. So we don't want to say, you know, God is the one and only God or Jesus is the only way to get you know to God to you know have right standing so we can go to heaven to paradise you know sometimes we don't want to say that and you know I've seen that thought process just kind of creep into the lives of so many good people but this is what the word of God says you know and if I'm going to be true to you know what I said that I know the Lord wanted to do here through this podcast, then, you know, sugarcoating is not going to help, you know, um, trying to say it in a more palatable way. It might not reach people, you know, um, it might just be another way of saying, well, it's okay. As long as you, you know, as long as you try really hard, then that's good enough for God. That's not what he says. He doesn't want you to be perfect. He doesn't expect us to be perfect. But he does expect for us to go through Jesus, to take on the blessing. I mean, the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus did on the cross. He allows us to be able to come to God, not as the awful sinners that we are, not as the you know, wicked people full of iniquity that we all are. But we can come and say, look, I know I'm not good enough, God. I know I don't deserve it. But Jesus died for me on the cross. He thought about you. Apples, hear me out. I don't know where you are right now in your faith walk. I don't know if it's new to you. I don't know if it's something that you're still considering I don't know if it's something that you're coming back to, you know, maybe you started out your life, you know, or you were at a phase in your life where you and God were really, really close and, you know, you believed the word of God and you trusted in Jesus and you took on that, that self, that sacrifice and salvation. I, I don't know, but I just know that the Lord wants for us to remember that Jesus is the only way the only way and I don't want for my loved ones and my friends and my families my co-workers I don't want strangers to believe the lies that there are other ways because there's no other way Jesus said I am the way the truth and not a truth not one of the truths he is the truth and the life he is life no man none of us no matter how good we are no matter how much money we donate no matter how many you know people we feed no matter how much sacrifice no man can get to God the Father in paradise but by going through Jesus. Apples, please hear me out. If there is someone that you know that God wants for you to talk to, you know, but maybe you're not ready 
Maybe you are afraid. Maybe you don't want to upset them. Just share this podcast. You know, just share the podcast. They don't know me. <laughs> you know what I mean? If they're upset, eh, it's okay. I don't know them. They don't know me. But if there's someone that God is putting on your heart right now, you know, and he or she could be a Christian. You know, think about the people in your circle who might be adopting this very casual, subtle, anti-Christ mentality because we don't want to offend others. You know, the word of God is the word of God. And if we love other people, if we care about them, and if Holy Spirit is telling you to say something, but maybe you don't have the words, maybe you don't have the, you know, your thoughts all collected, could you just do them a favor and send them this podcast? Just do it for them. Your heart is in the right place if God tells you to do it. Do it for them. And trust me, Satan will never tell you to send a good apple podcast to someone else okay he's not going to do that i'm just praying for you all right now i'm praying for myself you know for boldness you know uh, sometimes i think about it too you know when we're in like a workplace situation or you're in a situation where it might not be permitted for you to talk about god you know sometimes we feel like our hands are tied you know but you could be the person who needs to reach my coworker. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the six degrees of separation is so much so that maybe, you know, I probably can't talk about God to them. Again, it's just a, you know, illustration. But I'm saying, like, I probably can't. But you probably could. Because guess what? That's not your coworker. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you need to do what others can't do. God has called you to do what others can't do because of the parameters under which we live here on earth. You know, we still have to abide by the rules. Not to the, you know, not to go against God's word. No, but there are still laws that we have to abide by. So while you at work, you might not be able to talk to your coworker, but guess what? Another good apple who is not their coworker, they can talk to them. Think of it that way. Like, you know, think about the people that you need to reach on behalf of somebody else because they can't do it. They don't have the words. They don't have the confidence. They don't have the, the ability. They don't have the, you know, the laterality in, the, in that relationship. They can't do it. Apples, this is, this is really, really serious here. And I hope that, you know, what I've said hasn't offended you. I hope it hasn't. But what I do know is the word of God is very, very clear. And I just, I'm sorry for crying. I just get very passionate about this because the mantle that God has put on my life from birth is one of evangelism. And so for me... I love to talk about God and I want everyone to know about God and Jesus and the beauty of knowing him and the peace that just comes with it. 
the peace that passes all understanding. So, you know, as I sit here and I think about my friend, I love her and I miss her so much. But these tears, these tears aren't for her. Not right now. These tears are for others who don't have the peace that she has right now. Who might never know that peace. Apples, I'm not crying for Crystal right now. I know where she is. Because you see, not only was Crystal extraordinarily good here on Earth. But she was doing God's work as well. She had submitted her life to God. I was there when she did it. I believe that God allowed an unlikely friendship at the University of Dayton decades ago. He allowed two seemingly different people to become friends. And he did that because he knew. He knew. Do I believe that it was God's plan for her to go so early? No, I don't. But I'm not going to question God. Because guess what? I know where she is. I was there when she gave her life to God. I was there. We were in her little red car. I believe we were outside of Starbucks because she was working at Starbucks. And I know that Chris would not mind me telling this story because I'm sure we've shared it on other, um, you know, platforms before. I just remember talking with her and us both just crying together and she was like hey you know what I'm ready it's time now I'm ready now we had been friends for years and we made it work but I remember when she was kind of at a point in her life and she was like okay all right Shay I'm ready and we said the prayer and I was there when she accepted God as her Lord and Savior. When she accepted the salvation of Calvary through Jesus. And I can't go into all the details for the interest of time. But let me tell you, her life within months, her life was positively transformed. Doors began to open relationships, marriage, everything, everything in her life turned around. Not because I prayed with her in her little red car in front of Starbucks, but because she went through the way, the truth, the life. And everything opened up after that because that's the God that we serve. Was her life here on earth perfect? Nope. But was it godly? Yes. And so I can sit here right now and I can rejoice because I know where she is. I know where she is. And I want that same comfort for you. I started out this podcast and I said to you that I wanted to address is good enough for God. Do good people go to heaven and are there multiple ways to get to heaven I truly hope that I've answered those questions for you but please if you still have unanswered questions if you're not certain about where you are going to be for 
ever, please reach out to me. If I cannot help you personally, maybe that means that I'm to be the link to give you connection to someone who can. I don't believe that I have all the answers. I know I don't have all the answers. But one thing I am very good at doing is directing you to someone who can. If it is outside of my wheelhouse, trust me. Holy Spirit, you and I will work it out. I'll direct you to the person who can help you. Thank you so very much for listening, Apples. I truly appreciate you. Until next Sunday, remember, I am Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.